Chapter 19 of Soul Food. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Soul Food by George Douglas Watson. Chapter 19 Concerning Annihilation. One of the most whimsical and foolish delusions which Satan in recent years has palmed off on some shallow-thinking Christians is the heresy that the souls of the wicked are to be annihilated. This error was never known among the ancient heathens, who believed, even before they had a revealed religion, that the souls of the good and the bad both exist for ever. There is no darkness like that which comes from rejected light. The rejection of the plain teachings of God's word has brought greater infidels than the heathen ever knew, and more heresies than the ancients ever dreamed of. This notion of the annihilation of the wicked is propagated by putting a false meaning upon the Bible words destruction and punishment. The word destroy does not mean to annihilate, but to wreck, ruin, render utterly useless for the purpose for which it was made. The words everlasting destruction, everlasting punishment, are perverted into meaning annihilation. If the wicked are to be annihilated, and their punishment will not be everlasting, then their destruction will not be everlasting. The everlastingness of punishment is put opposite the everlastingness of reward, and if it does not mean everlasting in the one case, neither does it mean that in the other. Again, the word death is perverted into meaning annihilation, but the term death is the opposite of life, and not the opposite of existence. Life and death are opposites, existence and non-existence are opposites, and it is a false reason to take the opposite of life and make it mean the opposite of something else. We know in the realm of nature and of mind that death is not annihilation. A piece of plank is dead, it was once a living tree, full of life, and the life has now left it, but it still exists. A human body still exists, with all its members and organs, though the life has left it. Yet not one particle is annihilated. And in the realm of mind, Satan and evil spirits are dead in sin, they are separated from the true life of God which is love, and yet they exist and just as truly and as rationally as demons have an existence, who are separated from the life of God, so the souls of the wicked will exist for ever, though dead in sin. This is implied in the words of Jesus, when he shall say, Depart from me, ye cursed, into hell, prepared for the devil and his angels. These very words imply that the wicked exist coextensively with Satan and bad angels. Again, there is not a single hint in the whole realm of matter of all kinds that anything will ever be annihilated. The Holy Spirit says, in Ecclesiastes 3.14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be for ever, nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it, that men should fear before him. This statement covers the whole extent of creation. There is no sign that any atom of matter has ever been annihilated. Created substances can undergo a thousand changes, solids become liquids, liquids solids, 
gases turn into rocks and rocks into vapor, and there is no trace in the history of the world of anything like annihilation. And so in the human mind. We may forget millions of things, but under certain mental conditions, every event in our past lives can be recalled to the recollection. This delusion of annihilation bears upon its very face the handiwork of the devil. It is just the doctrine that will suit the wicked, give them license to live as they please in this life, with the hope of plunging into non-existence when they leave this world. No Christian can entertain an error like this without weakening the spiritual life, for all error is poison to the soul. Yet there are many people who fancy they can walk in communion with the Holy Ghost, and yet drink down this heresy that is afloat in the world. Some professed Christians fancy that they are more merciful than the Lord, and they think it will help out the doctrine of divine mercy to accept of such errors. But we must be careful how we accept of the doctrine of mercy from the devil, for it is his aim to turn every truth of the word of God into a lie. End of chapter 19